Blog Talk Radio. I've always felt different. I've always seen things, but when I tried to express them as a child, I was always told to ignore it. There were people that I didn't know that came to me and said, I have this message that I keep getting that I have to deliver to you. All of a sudden, out of the shadows, a homeless man just jumped right in front of me, and he said, I'm a soul just like you. I love it. I wanted to understand the universe and who and what we are and what are we doing here. We're all part of this amazing soul wave tapping into each other. This was a major life changer. You are a light. You have helped me a ton. Thank you. You've given me the courage to live more from my soul. Millions of people are awakening. So wake up with Michelle Miche. Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality. The soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello on the phone, but can't hear you, Michelle. Hey, welcome to Awakenings, everyone. Uh, great to connect with all of you. I had a little technical challenge here. Uh, I'm not. I'm on my iPad. Um, my computer is in the shop. Anybody in the LA area that needs a really, really good technician, Mac Studio and Abbott Kinney. Anyway, great to be with you all here. Uh, now I do. Yay, Tammy. Good thing about the little now. We all don't, we're going to get to the real deal stuff, but, you know, we've all been kind of complaining about the chat, but what's nice is it's not on Flash, so I can use it on other devices. Anyway, everyone, welcome, welcome, and if you're new to the program, welcome, glad you found us, you uh, stumbled upon us, surfed into us, however you found us, welcome. Uh, It's great to connect with all of you, and all of you that are um, returning listeners, old-timers, Awakening Spiritual OGs, great to see you all. Uh, If you're listening later in the archives, welcome, and always great to have you around as well. Um, If you wanted to call in for a question, a comment, or you wanted to get a reading, that number is 347-539-5122. That's 347-539-5122, and press 1 on the keypad. Hey, everyone in the chat. Chat is my co-host, co-pilots sound engineers, and a lot of great insight and wisdom in the chat, let me tell you. Uh, If you are in the chat and you're listening as a guest, that's great. Otherwise, uh, if you want to comment or ask questions in the chat, you just need to uh, sign up, you know, get a profile with BTR. Okay, everyone, a couple of things before we dive in here. I am doing my uh, shamanic interplane work, Wakeful Dreaming, at Yoga Nest. Some of you heard me share on it last week. I hopefully will remember to share on it next week because it's on the 22nd, Saturday the 22nd. Uh, It's in the Marina Del Rey, Venice area, so west side. So um, you can find out more information by going to my Soul Path Happenings, Workshops, and Events page on soulplayground.life or soulplayground.com. Click on there. It's also under uh, Wakeful Dreaming uh, in Eventbrite. And uh, yeah, it's going to be amazing. The place is amazing. It's on a vortex of energy, major ley line, and um, a couple of 
really good vortices as well. But it is on a ley line. It's just amazing. I had an amazing healing session with the person that Reiki and uh, cranial sacral with the person that is doing Reso. It's doing the um, journey work with me, and my guides came in. Donna Chewy came in. Donna Chewy came in, and Juana Cuatro Vientos. I'm on the table, and it was all of a sudden the wind just kicked it. So it's you know, one of four winds. She felt it. She saw the um, the guides come in. It was just amazing. I'm like, we are so guided for this sacred ceremony. Um, let's see, how does she get these characters? Oh, I'm using my keyboard, everybody in the chat. Uh, yeah, so you can use your keyboard if you're on a device, phone, or chat. So that's one good thing about the chat. So, yes, it was amazing. I was laying, and, and it was still, the wind kicked up so much. There was like, um, of course, we were inside in her healing office, but I could hear it outside, and it was doing this, you know, the four winds. So we are prepared. This is how it happens in shamanic work. This is why when I do it, it is so special because you just start awakening to different animal beings. Trees start talking to you, connecting. You get messages just in all manner of ways. Um, you know, hawk medicine has come through, uh, a badger, dragonfly, of course, doggy as well. Uh, yeah, it's just powerful, powerful work. And it's it's a journey work to connect in with your expanded aspect of being, but to connect with your guides and to get the intuitive me- messages that are relevant for you now. It, this is so much, um, so important right now to be in touch with all these deeper aspects of us. There's really a call for that. Uh, Tammy, I'm working with Oriole Medicine. Oh, in the chat, or yes. Well, and you know, there's an amazing book, uh, Bird Tribe, but it talks about the aspect of us that is that are the birds, you know, and how when you have birds around you a lot or a particular bird that keeps coming back to you, they're the messengers to spirit, you know, similar to smoke. I mean, it's all message to spirit, but specifically. In fact, it was interesting the other day. I said, I need a sign because my guides have been very specific with me um, in my, my higher self soul that it's my expanded aspect of being has been guided, been guided by my higher self as well as my spirit guide saying, just do what's in front of you. So I'm getting little openings to do things, um, quite amazing things. Like I did a house clearing. I'm going to do some things, um, some other kind of uh, more interesting on-site uh, healings and meditation and teaching people about the intuition. Uh, in fact, on the 20th, if you're in the Santa Monica, LA, West LA area, I will be at Hatch Boutique uh, in Brentwood, uh, Brentwood. So if you're in Brentwood, off of Montana. And some of you know Lori, who's done workshops and worked a lot uh, with me helped her uh, birth her books, and uh, just she's an amazing, amazing doula. And um, 
wise birther of people's paths as well. Some of you know her from taking workshops. She did this whole entrepreneurship uh, program with uh, with all of us, those that did it. Uh, anyway, she does a monthly because she ha- her book, some of you know her, she, she was a guest on. She has the Mindful Mother-to-Be and then Mama Stay, which I did the meditation. It's a ph- phenomenal book. If any of you are uh, going to be pregnant or pregnant, or even if not, I think it's a great book for women because this has this great quiz to see what archetypes are active, what are your main, you know, your main archetype and sub-archetypes active in your life. Uh, but she is doing a, a, a program at Hatch, and I will be there. So if you guys want to join in, it's free, and there's nibbles, and we're going to do a talk, and we're going to connect into our intuition. I'm going to talk and give examples and some good exercises for connecting into your intuition. And that's next week, and I think it is Thursday. So I wanted to go through, we had a couple of um, email questions that came in that were pretty darn um, relevant. Let me see, I'm getting to one here. And anybody that wants to ask email questions, I love that, or feedback. If you want to give appreciation feedback and shout outs for the show, uh, please do that on um, iTunes or any of the other podcast outlets. That just helps bump us up in the search engine so people can find us. And, you know, our community that is part of many communities uh, can intertwine. But I had this uh, question uh, from Emma. Not that quite a long email. Shout out to Emma, new listener. And talking about dealing with guilt, anger, and regret. One of the things I can share, and again, I have – quite a lot of resources on my uh, website as well as my Soul Insights with Michelle Mache YouTube channel. Um, But the process of loss and grief really helps to move through regret or stuck energies as well as projection, perception, uh, which you can copy and paste, um, and the five-step emotional clearing process, which you can copy and paste from uh, my website, soulplayground.life, or you can get the advanced uh, version, and I talk about the mind. There's a you can download it um, right on the website, I believe. I think it links to uh, iTunes. So there's a for many people right now. There's a lot of old memories coming up to be cleared, and um, in writing to Cristobal's Gretna is yes, writing or I'd like voice notes. But sometimes we need to fully more fully process than just journaling or writing. I think that's a good thing to do anyway on a regular basis or if you're processing or going through something. But I like to look at, um, for me, projection perception, that tool that I developed is just phenomenal. I had to use it actually recently uh, because you really see your part or where you're contributing to a scenario or a situation, even if the other person is in error or did something, a miscommunication or misdeed or, you know, whatever, it takes the charge, it takes 80%, maybe more of the charge off of it, and also shows where how you have this pattern, which is one of the things in my healing session that came through was get out of the loop, get out of the loop, and that healing, I definitely did get out of the loop. I think many of us are getting out of these loops, these reoccurring loops, where we seem to have soul contracts to play a certain role, and part of what's happening right now uh, especially with these retrogrades, and again, it's going to hit, kick into high gear when we have these eclipses in July, 
And then you're going to feel a real opening August to the end of the year, especially September, October. And what I'm finding is one of the things is that people, you know, we meet each other in different predominant archetypes, right? We meet each other in different parts of the polarity. We're holding this aspect. But the soul likes to be all aspects. It likes to express full spectrum, right? And so I find right now, and which is always the case, but it's even more the case right now because we're really in this up-leveling, is it can be very difficult to challenging, and people can also resist it in your life, when you're not holding in a fixed way that polarity. In other words, you're not being the mother. You're not being the rescuer. You, you have been the listener, the helper, and now you're kind of complete on that. Now, maybe it's only for a minute or an hour or two, a day or two, but you want to go into the other where now I want to be listened to. You know, now I want the mothering. I don't want to be the, the wise one right now or the mothering. You know, I want – so healthy relationships and those people that have been in healthy relationships, whether work, family, collegial, friendship, significant others, partnerships, marriages, they allow maybe not easily, there could be challenges, but they learn to allow people to have the different roles to go through their own different archetypal passages because the soul not only likes variety, but the soul doesn't want to stay stuck in one aspect of the polarity plane. That's a human doing, a human creation out of wounding. So if you've been victim, completion is victor. If you've been listener, completion is talker. If you've been talker, completion is listener. If you've been mothering, then you want to be not mothered or fathered, you know, or be fatherly. If you've been more masculine, then the inner psyche wants you to integrate more the feminine. See, so there's that balance. If you've been very feminine, the inner psyche wants to be integrate more masculine. It's that whole yin and yang, right? And we will naturally do that. The body naturally does it. It's called mentally and emotionally and physically, uh, physiologically, biologically. It's medical. I, I learned this when I had to study anatomy and physiology for my uh, esoteric healing and mis massage therapy and uh, physical therapy that I studied in England. It's called homeostasis. See, we naturally want to adjust or correct, to have harmonizing, to have coherence, the most coherence in any kind of situation. What blocks that, which is one of the questions somebody emailed me, what blocks our intuition? What blocks us connecting to our higher self? That was another one of the email questions. Wounding, stuck emotional states, condition response patterns. And this is why I developed the five-step emotional clearing process, you know, whether it's this lifetime, past life, you know, other dimensional, multiple timelines, however you want to look at it, it's embedded in the subconscious. Everything is. Same with Liberate Your Life and the High Vibes program, which I'll be bringing back, by the way, in the fall. That was another question. So whatever you do, I like to get, you know, in, sometimes people get my um, – my tools or they have my meditation book or they have the CDs or they do a program. They say, Oh, but I, is it okay? I changed it a little bit or I do it this way. Absolutely. My thought is wherever you study, adjust it to your own inner knowing that comes through. Personalize it as much as you can. 
So also this person, Emma, is saying, what advice do you have for overcoming the convergence of feelings and being at peace? Also, will I find someone that can have a strong, close, and positive relationship? Absolutely. And I will say most everyone will. Most everyone will when you really want that. Sometimes it takes work. And this is one of the things that came through in my meditation today. Because there's a lot of misnomer that things need to come easily or you're on the wrong track. Now, again, sometimes you are on the wrong track or path. Just as like we can have a positive track or path or, you know, life-enhancing path or the right path, we can be on the wrong path. It takes a, a deep connection, inner knowing, wisdom, and it takes humility to be able to work with somebody else besides yourself or have people that you can check in with that, that are really doing the work, not just peace and blessings or everything, oh, I love what you do or you're amazing. No, not those kind of people. I mean, you can surround yours. I don't. You know, Tammy could tell you in the in the chat, called me out on something one time, which I love. I love if it's real. The problem for me sometimes, the issue is, I'm not saying I, I can definitely be wrong and I can definitely be charged or have, you know, my own issues or be triggered. However, because of my psychic ability and my intuition and all the work that I do, I usually do see past the stuff. And so I guess as I get on my path, I'm less, I'm compassionate and forgiving of it, but I don't want to get in the game of it. And that's also my teacher. That's the teacher part of me that doesn't want to prolong or proliferate the game, the unhealthy game, the stuck state, the condition response pattern. Um, and this is why I think it's important that you have not only mentors, teachers, spiritual life coach, soul coach, you know, people that you, you go to people that are high level doing work, either same level or, or above you, but also friends. You know, I have, you know, years ago we used to do, and I know some people still do, but in a lot of my uh, classes, uh, my training, we'd have buddy counseling, you know, where you team with somebody, the accountability, and, you know, they do a process on you, and then you do the same process on them. So there was this real kind of healing, empowering, but inspiring, um, not just accountability, but support in a way. So for me, I kind of learned over the years, who can I really, and I, I make mistakes still, you know, I still get shocked, disappointed, whatever, um, you know, or, you know, sometimes we have wishful thinking, but I do have people that I can go to, to run things by that will tell me the real deal, the real truth like where my issue is on this, or you're triggered, or you're working on this, or did you do your journaling, or did you do your processing, or no, it is this other situation, or this other person, or they're very, or, and also they have intuitive gifts, so they're able to tap into people and see, oh, they're wounded, or this is what they're playing out with you. You know, what do you want to do with this? Or you've, you, this is a reoccurring situation for you. You know, maybe you're breaking this pattern. I don't know. I love it. That's why I do the work that I do. That's why I love doing, you know, working with people individually or groups or doing my, you know, YouTube readings or this program because I do like transformation. I like diving deep. I like in the right company of care, I like the vulnerability. I don't, I like sometimes to even say I'm wrong or I made a mistake or this is my triggering or, whoa, there's my wounding. 
I find that there's something so sacred and honoring of that. The thing is, you have to be have boundaries and be mindful who can be there in that space with you that's going to see that you're trying to create harmony and not just trying to fight. You know, you're trying to be listened to, heard, acknowledged, and understood, and then listen, hear, acknowledge, and understand. So, yes, there will be a lot of that up right now as we are connecting more to our soul. And Sue put in there, I need, um, what did you say, soul, misliberate my soul. Well, what it is really, I mean, people, what do you call liberate your soul or soul awakening? It's letting the soul come through more. Soul doesn't hold on to things. You know, soul does not hold on to grudges, really doesn't. You know, it it sees where the person or the situation is. Now, there might be a different boundary around it, but it releases. It releases the energy into the etheric plane to be usable energy to create with and to accept where something is at. And mind you, it takes a while to do this. Sometimes it's easier, you know. Um, oh, yes, change is coming. My routines are now starting to not feel so. I can't see the whole part of this. And to think that this role irritated. Well, that's the thing. When they're, unless it's something from the past, um, and even a little bit with that, if you're feeling that irritation or annoyance or anger, that's because you've allowed someone to overstep your boundaries or you've overstepped your boundaries or someone else has overstepped the boundaries of what feels life-enhancing, you know, what is the most harmonizing, even if there's conflict. I mean, one of the metaphysical and esoteric principles of how, which is really up now for the individuals, groups, the world, the universe, is harmony through conflict. Can we have conflict? Can we disagree and still have harmony can you be misunderstood and still have and still have harmony knowing as as it says stated in the guide to the I Ching from miscommunication comes communication from misunderstanding comes understanding so it's powerful times thank you Emma for this email it's a very powerful time um the convergence of feelings is through meditation, and I do have some meditations on my, uh, again, website, soulplayground.life, or my YouTube channel, um, guided meditations. There's amazing forgiveness meditation, which helps. I find with the convergence of feelings, because actually as human beings, we have a lot of convergence of feelings. We're taught to kind of think, especially you know, kind of in a neophyte, newbie, spiritualism or self-help, we're taught, oh, it's black or white, you know, you're happy or you're sad or, you know, no. We usually have a multitude of feelings that are going on and maybe even emotions. And so one of the ways of to allow more consciousness to come through is to sit in the center of it and allow it. Allow feeling fear, feeling fearful of something, feeling bonded to someone or something or lo- and loving something, but there might be fear about doing it or fear of connecting. Or you might want to reach out more in your life, but there's a, and you feel, and you want, love what you're doing. Let's say you want to share your gifts more and you're, you're just so in love with it and doing it, but then there's some fear sometimes. There's some back off, like, 
can I really do this or am I ready? Is it time? Or I don't know these people I'm now connecting with, you know, or you feel very happy for someone, but maybe a little sad. So rather than overcoming, it's about managing the emotions, balancing them, giving them some form of expression through processing tools, through writing, through painting, drawing, giving them a voice and your body-mind system will begin to naturally go into homeostasis. Sometimes, and we actually call it um, in a certain type of processing, an overrun. Sometimes we overthink things, overtalk things. We can't just let it. And that I find with all the people that I've worked with, the thousands of people, and my own healing, it's because we're being triggered by something in the past. There's a pattern that's up. A conditioned response pattern, usually from our mother, father, you know, caregivers, family of origin. And we don't want to let go. We don't want to let go and just say, okay, it's fine. We want to still, no, it's this, it's that. We're holding on to perceived image or hurt. And that's because the reason the holding on is the inner psyche saying, this is only 10%, go back in the past. This is only 5%, go back in the past. This is only 20% go back in the past, and hold space. Think about it, everyone. Most of the stuff that our issues are, have not been able to be fully ourselves, right? And so there's these different levels. As we open more and more to the soul, there's these levels of truth, honesty, authenticity within ourselves, and there is this yearning to want to live this. To say, you know, instead of being, oh, it's okay, or I know that person means well, so I won't say anything. No, maybe it's time you say something. Like, hey, I'd rather have it this way, or can we talk, or this isn't working anymore, we need to do something differently. But however, you're going to have to know some people aren't going to be able to handle it because because of their past that hasn't been the wounding. And some people, it does throw us off because we get used to a certain way of being. You know, we get used to showing up a certain way or people get used to us showing up a certain way. Um, you know, like I had someone the other day say, oh, you don't usually change your mind. I said, you know, I'm starting to do that more because I am very much about obligations or, you know, if I commit to something. So you can do soft commitments. You know, can I be a flaky commitment? I'll let you know the day of. Or making more work for you and what you will find by resonance because this is how instinctually we operate. We operate on a soul level this way, an energetic level, by resonance. So those people that are more resonating with you, that there's more harmonization, even if it causes some disgruntlement or, you know, little ripples, they're going to be able to flow with it. They're going to not take it personally. They're going to say, oh, this is part of their growth. You know, I remember years ago, one of my, Dr. Han, one of my teachers saying, when you're learning something new, just like a baby walking, you waddle, you, what does a baby do? Walks a little and plops down, falls over, then <laughs> laughs, you know, usually laughs and, and then goes, or when you're riding a bike, Right. And so you want to be around people or surround more people that are okay with you stumbling or that maybe you don't say something so articulate or eloquent 
or you can't quite find the words, or you take five paragraphs to say something that somebody else can say in two sentences. However it fits for you, because when we're all learning something new or a new aspect of us is coming through or new to our, our beta self, our, our surface mind, but coming from the soul, there's a, an extension or a new learning, a new direction. It's going to be a little stumbly fumbly, you know, but if we wait for perfection, we're not going to heed the soul's call. We're not going to step forward. And so we really want to have those people that take your hand and lift you up, you know, or pull you up and say, oh, you're, you're learning how to do this now. You know, I wondered when you were going to do that. Or, yeah, now you're asking for what you need, you know, or now you're, you're doing this part of this role, or now you're doing this art expression, or you're going in this direction. Those that are doing that, themselves that are really growing will have the most compassion for you and won't hold on to perceived hurts and wounding of the past. Not for very long. Why? Because they know they're in it. They're doing the deep work and they know what it takes and they feel what it takes, right? So especially around the eclipse time, expect more of this to be coming up within yourself and with others. Um, Those are tricky conversations to have. Yes, they are. They're challenging, you know, and for me, I don't particularly like conflict. You know, I'm good with it as a, in a therapy, but I, I don't really like it, you know, but sometimes we have to, again, harmony through conflict. It's just opposite ends of the polarity plane, but I do feel as we connect more to our soul, these conversations are easier and easier and easier to have happen. And I had a great person in my life uh, a couple years ago. He was amazing with this. And it showed me that it's possible um, to just be able to just share or speak your truth and work through things. But people have to, they have to be doing their own inner work. See, that's the thing. And that to me, when I if people aren't, there's not much you can do. You can't go for, further. You can't get to the deeper truth because that wound is in the way. It's like trying to connect to somebody and have a deep conversation, and they have a big gash in their head, and it's bleeding all over their, their eyes, you know, and they're getting woozy from the loss of blood. It just doesn't happen. And so for me, I'm learning to just let that go, you know, let that conversation go or that idea or that picture or that vision or that image um, another time. You know, as I'm sure people said to me at one point, another time, another time. So I hope that gives some insight to those of you that emailed um, about the energies that are coming up. And again, if you want a personal session with me, we can dive into this. I do think one tool that really does help, knowing your numerology, what cycle you're in, you know, what did you come here to learn? So getting that general cycle and, and then the cycle for your birth day to birthday, your particular year. Also your chart, your astrology chart, so that you know just basics. Where's the new moon affecting you? How is it affecting you? What house is it in? Heads up, what am I working on? Full moon and then the eclipses. And then if you want to do transits or other things. But I do feel right now there is this call for deeper. My guide said, because I said, oh, I feel stuck in a certain area. And they're like, no, you're growing inward. 
you're rooting more. And look at that aspect of Uranus and Taurus, higher frequency energy in Taurus, which is Taurus rules the body and the earth. It's the Terra. Um, we're embodying this higher frequency energy. So changes in sleep pattern, changes in food, uh, changes in how much you eat or what you eat or what you digest or take into your body. That could be thoughts, conversations, people connecting, certain places you might be drawn to, certain places you might used to be drawn to or loved that now you aren't anymore or not as much. So it's, it's a restructuring and reorganization of our energetic bodies, the subtle bodies, the spiritual, the mental, emotional, the astral, the etheric, and the denser physical body to not only handle, but to open to receive the higher frequency energies, which means the higher frequency information, the more expanded, inclusive information and to embody it. So it's all about the embodying in the body. That's the earth plane. That's the terraforma, right? That's el mundo, right? That's the earth, the soul playground. So now this becomes over time, over transformation, transmutation, over exponential leaps, this becomes not the wounded playground, the playground of separation, of delusion, of hurting and harming, it becomes the soul playground. It becomes the unifying. Yes, some of these things will still occur and happen, but not to the degree, not to the degree, not to the level, not to the intensity, because people will know the truth of who they are. Like, this person really cares about me. I know they didn't mean to hurt me. They're acting out of their wounding. Let's move on and have a a tea, a cappuccino. Because I'm telling you, we're all going to hurt ourselves. We hurt ourselves and we hurt each other. And so when we're looking for the, the mother, the father, and those of you that are light workers or, or healers, mother, you get this all the time because you hold that space for people and you do it well. You're the seer. You're the light worker. You're the starseed. But what's shifting is the soul is saying, yeah, that's fun. Yeah, that's good. That's great. But you also can be the, the needy one, the victim. You could be, you know, for a minute or two. You don't have to always hold the space, the mothering. And in the soul playground, just like in ha- ha- you know, functioning families, those of you who've ever read John Bradshaw's stuff on the family systems, uh, he's done a few books. I can't remember. There's one in particular that he really dives into it. Uh, Alice, is it Alice Walker? There's another one, The Gifted Child. Uh, there's some great books on this that what happens – dysfunctionally on a mental emotional level people that are and we all do this to varying degrees but when you get stuck and you're looking for mommy universal mommy you're looking for the mommy that you didn't have or the daddy you didn't have or the dad wasn't there wasn't you know healed the mother wasn't we seek that out in relationship now of course we're going to get a relationships someone might have more mothering energy or fathery energy or more nurturing or you know Again, you may be drawn to those types, but when you don't allow them to shift into a a different aspect of being and expressing, that's pointing to your wounding, okay? That's pointing to our wounding. Do we allow? So that's why you see more androgyny. That's why you see more, what is it, um, LGTBQ questioning, 
or I'm fluid. You hear these things, I'm fluid in nature. Well, it's not just, or, or people, you know, what is it, gender reassignment and uh, trans. It's not, you don't get caught up. Yes, it does have to do with sex, sexual, sexual orientation, um, but it's beyond that. It's about the energy. The soul is saying we've, we've been on the binary a long time. That was kind of interesting. There's shades of gray. There's many colors. There's many hues. You can be one thing and then another. You can be two things and then one thing. You can be three things. So you're going to see more of this energetic play out in the Aquarian age because it so supports the individual or individuated aspect and how it fits in with the collective, how it blends and merges and harmonizes. It's like variations on a theme or variegations of a certain type of plant or tree, right? It's hybrids. It's, it's so much coming together. You know, you could be an astrologer and a stockbroker at the same time and do both, you know? When I was modeling and acting and then people, and then people found out I was psychic and doing healing and channeling and all that and then also a therapist, how could you be that? How could you be a psychic and you're a model? Well, why not? I want to, you know, I want to, I was a dancer. How could I be a teacher? And I did commercials, you know, and then I left the teaching. So what, what, you know, you guys see what I'm saying? So you're, you're going to be opening up to this within yourself individually and with those closest to you. My suggestion is to find ways to support the process of this opening up, this further opening up and these different parts of you wanting to come through, because as Sue put in the chat, it's soul liberation. Liberate the soul. The soul's been bound by a different game, by the wounding. Like either no soul, some people are not connected to their soul. They're kind of just humanoids. Uh, some people just a little bit. And now it's like, okay, let's change the game a little bit. This is game theory, but each of us is contributing in our own way. All right, everyone, I hope that helped. We're going to get to callers now, and we've got our first caller here. Hello, and welcome to the program. Hello, Hi, Michelle. Michelle, this is Jasmine. Hello? Hey, Jasmine. Hey, welcome. Hi, um, my question is, um, which chakras do I need to work on at this time? First one I got was fifth. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm okay. What combination? Second, third, and fourth, and it's all I know supports it. the fifth. You did know? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I just indeed. wanted to confirm. Did you come in? I wanted to confirm because yeah. <laughs> I've been yeah, um, you're right. like sacral and throat, and they are pairs together. And so my throat has been messing with me lately, and I've been feeling some crazy stuff in my sacral. So. Yeah, and I've been feeling okay. old. Yeah, yep, I've been, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, you're right. You're right. You've got some amazing stuff that's going to be coming through that fifth chakra, through the expression and through your messages from your higher self. So that's why. Yep, you're right on track. Thanks okay. for calling in, um, Jasmine. Is, all right. Uh, uh, is, can I have one quick question? Um, like, what? Quick, like, I got specific yeah. thing. Is there, like, one specific thing I should do for my throat, like hum or sing or something like that? All of that. All of that. Okay. Um, One thing I feel with you is blue. Get into uh, blue, indigo blue or light blue, like lapis. 
kind of color okay. will help. Um, right. Drinking more water and water. And this is interesting. Actually, to gargle with salt water is what I'm hearing. Okay. And make sure you're getting make sure you're getting enough kelp, iodine. If there's any thyroid issues or imbalance there. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but I feel other than that, you've got it. Um, you're 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 doing it. You're, you're okay, totally great. doing it. But All I right, love the idea of so chanting, singing. Yeah. You're welcome, sweetie. Take care. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on the program. Let's see what happened here. Hi, you're on Awakenings. Hello. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. What's your first? Hi. Hello, you're on air. Hi. Um, hi, my name is Tanika, and I want to ask a question about um, just what do you see with the um, relationship that I'm actually currently in? Do you see that um, progressing to marriage? Yes, but it's, I feel like there's a major turnaround probably in the fall, maybe even like towards December, and it shows slow but sure. Do you feel it's moving slowly? Yeah, very slowly, <laughs> but we've um, been dating like that's their on case. the third year, and we're actually um, planning to go to South Africa next year. I'm like, okay. well, mm-hmm. no, I didn't know. There you problem. go. I would like to move in. <laughs> well, but keep it slow, but the fact that you're going to South Africa feels a big step because I feel like there's positive movement in the direction that you're wanting more to the close of the year, okay? I kept getting December. So I don't know if that if there's something, um, you know, celebratory around that time for you or anniversary or something. But I feel like it's that time. But this person moves slowly anyway, so that's what it is. Yeah, very so slow, very slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah would very be slow. But you actually did see something ca- about us moving together because I am thinking about moving out of my place. I, you're thinking about it. I'm thinking about actually ending my lease towards the end of the year. See, wait, just let, let things unfold because that's when I start seeing the changes. And that could be the conversation about, you know, maybe that's next step. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So just kind of let it be, just be in the gratitude of what is because I don't care whatever in this person's life, they move slowly and definitely in relationship, they move slowly. Doesn't matter who it is. Okay. All right, Sanika, you take good care. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello, hello. Hi. Hi. What's your first name? Shante. Hi, Shante. What's your question? So, um, I thought I heard you correctly that you did. Massage therapy and aesthetics. Yeah, aesthetic. Well, no. What do you mean aesthetics? And uh, physical therapy and massage. But years ago, yeah, years ago, years ago, part of my training. Yes. Okay. So I'm actually going in that field, and then I was just wondering. Yeah, and I was just wondering um, because I really don't like working for others, but I'm kind of confused on whether I should work for someone and then quit 
and then go on my own or just go on my own first? I feel I feel you're going to end up working with someone. I feel like a company, a smaller company. There could even be out call or like chair massage or something like at a um, corporation or something. I don't know. Because, but I ultimately you probably will be working with on your own. Um, okay. And even I feel healing. I feel stones. I feel you do maybe I don't know if it's stone massage or crystals. I do feel you bringing that in. Yes, I want to. But it is. I do. Okay, you will. Yeah. So it's good to work with other people. I did both. Um, it's it's good foundation for you, I feel, and I do feel you'll be fine. Um, yeah, I do feel you'll be fine. I, and I feel like the other – there's going to be a move, and you will have a, your own personal healing office, and you may even stay at one place one day a week still or, or take over shifts or something. So I feel like you're going to be a little more flexible or opening once you once you start. Okay. Okay. Good luck, though. Wonderful. Yes. We need more. Healers Thank you. Like this. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye. Hello, and welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi. Thank you. My name is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thank you. What's um, your question? I've really been mm-hmm. really enjoying talking. I'm wondering oh, what um, I should, my angels. Oh, yeah, really much my angels and guides think I should be doing right now. Hmm. Let me see. What should she be doing right now? Well, the first thing they laughed and said, what do you want to do? That's the first thing that I'm hearing. Um, Follow more of what it is that you want to do. Now, I feel, do you have children? I have a 34-year-old son. Oh, 34. Okay, what's with it? Okay, does he have children? I'm seeing small children around you. Oh, I teach, cate- I teach catechism. I teach catechism. That's what it is, kids. Oh, I love neighbor- it. Okay, that's okay, because I kept seeing little kids um, around you. <laughs> and I thought it was you teaching school or what is it? Yeah. Um, but you're really good at that. That's you know what I'm hearing? And whether it's just for fun or for the kids, but the, yeah, there it is. I got a confirmation to write. There may be a little children's book in there or something. Coloring book, color writing. You may have something online. I feel that there's a part of you that wants to extend out beyond just the teaching. There's some things that you want to share that you've seen that would be um, – helpful. You've got a really strong connection with children. Okay? So I feel like you're on the right path. Um, definitely, you're on the right path. It's just about extending more into your creativity as a form, if you will, of service, right? Your, your divine path, your, your soul purpose, your soul path has to do with, on a creative level with these children is what I'm hearing. Okay. I hope that makes, I hope that, does that make sense? 
Yeah, I'm just a volunteer teacher. I'm really a barber. I'm not licensed to do anything with children, just volunteer to teach catechism. Yeah, but see, there's a passion there with the, you know, maybe it's writing, maybe there's something you want to do more in the volunteering. You know, years ago before I taught, I, I taught school and I did assistant teaching, but I always had all these ideas that I made the, the, that I would make the, the classroom experience more enriching. You know, I even wrote a little book, uh, booklet myself, or well, it actually wasn't, it was um, a little song, How Many Fingers Do You See? Because my assistant didn't show up, the assistant teacher one time, and so I had like 30 um, preschoolers <laughs> by myself one time, and I'm like, I just made up this song, you know. So, yeah. So I feel you're quite gifted, and what I'm hearing is about exploring your creative gifts at this point. Okay. Okay? All right, Lisa, take care. Thank you. God bless you. You're so very welcome. Bless you, too. Thank you. Hello, and welcome. You have to soak it. You have to soak it in it. And then, like I said, you should run it through a vinegar and water afterwards, like you're running a coffee. But you soak it with Mm-hmm. What's what I do there? That's only you're the on air that it can take it away. It Hello, you're on mm-hmm. air. But then run it through okay. the vinegar and water Skip. when you're done. Okay, skipping the 916 because you're talking about vinegar and water and doing something. <laughs> we can hear you. Hello, now you're on air. You're on Awakenings. Let me see where. Hello? Yes, just coming up. Okay. Hello, you're on air. Welcome to the program. Hi, Michelle. It's Angie. Hey, Angie. Welcome. Hi. Can you hear me fine? I can. Can you hear me? Okay, great. Yes, I can. Just want to make sure. Um, okay. I'm calling. I am currently kind of, I feel like I'm making progress in my career and creative stuff, and I'm kind of dipping into dating again. Um, I'm seeing 11-11 like every single day uh, <laughs> Ooh, okay. for like a month now. Um, and obviously right. it happens at all different times, so I'm not sure if it's relationship or if it's career-driven, but my question is, is actually about a guy that I just met recently, and but his, you know, his energy is kind of, I'm not sure what to think of it. I'm like, I'm kind of trepidatious when it comes to uh, attracting a wound to me or if I'm attracting something uh, legitimate, you know, so. <laughs> right, right. See, what's the yeah. best perspective? Well, I feel you're opening up to dating quite a few people. It just it's, it shows an opening up in your life in general. A lot of times that's what the 1111 is. Like mm-hmm. people are sent to us that are important. They have a, a piece for us on the path, a puzzle piece. We have a piece for them. Uh, what's your perspective this new guy she's dating? The thing I keep feeling around you is a move. So I don't know. That might be okay. Well, it's saying be light, be open. It seems kind of palsy right now, but I I don't. It says to be open, be communicative. I'm not getting any really red flags. It, it, there might be some confusion around the relationship or where it's going, um, mm-hmm. or why is that true, or why you've met the person. Um, well, yeah, just more. You know, it's definitely a different um, experience than what I've type of person been before. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Okay, there we go. Okay. 
So you're kind of trying to, yeah, fill it out. Well, it's saying just open up the channels of communication. And I do see you guys getting together quite a bit. If you haven't been, you're, you're going to start maybe in the middle of the day, a tea, a coffee, or here, going here or there. or go. I feel boats or someplace you're going to be going where there's some boats, maybe a river or lake. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But um, Okay. I just don't know if I'm like, should okay. I have red flags or not? That's what I was kind of like, what am I supposed to think of this? Person? Should you what now? Should you what? what was I supposed to think of this person? <laughs> I feel on your where you are on your path, it's too soon to tell. It feels like because you're in a path of opening up and your soul wants you to keep your options open. So okay. you might go out with a couple other people and you may, you know, wind back to this one. Sure. It's Yeah, the the path right now is, it's not just your career, it's about you being open to the opportunities in life. It's not saying to clamp down on anything yet. I feel like that's going to probably happen after the eclipse, you know, after, um, and it could take a while. It could be more like September, October, but right now it feels like there's just this keeping things open and, and lighter, um, and that's the same with your career keeping it open and light, just following the openings, following the opportunities. It's very Gemini energy around you. Yeah, it's a very kind of variety, light communication, networking. So your your higher self is guiding you to branch out more, to network more, be around more people. I do feel this guy is going to be in the picture. It's just not saying yet because I can feel like there could be a couple other ones that may – it could even be just friends, but I feel like there's a couple other male energies – in coming up around you also. Okay, cool. Okay, cool. Keep maintaining what I've been doing then. (laughs) You too. Is that okay if that's what you've been doing? Yes, perfect. Awesome. Thanks, Michelle. You're welcome. Okay, I think we've got time for one more. Let me see. Hello and welcome to Awakenings. You're on the program. Hello. Hello, my name's Jennifer and I'm not going to talk about vinegar. No, no, that wasn't me. Oh, it wasn't you. Oh, it wasn't you. Okay. I was like, yeah, I tried. I tried. I'm like, hello, 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 hello. You'll have to call back next week. But anyway, Jennifer, I love it. So what's Um, your question? Yeah, we got laughs in the chat. I love it. Okay. It's about witches. Um, Are you born a witch or do some people have natural predispositions toward it? Ah, you know, that's so interesting. Two schools of thought. When I had my, my time in goddess circles and Wicca and got some initiation work, many, um, and maybe our guest who's going to be coming on can dive into that um, as well. Many say that it's something that you're born with, that there's innate, even a certain toe, which I tend to have, a longer toe, and there's ways of looking. Um, similar to psychic. You know, being a psychic, a lot of times it can be from other many lifetimes, same with people that tend to, um, you know, get involved in chanting and meditating or, you know, working with a guru or working with the esoteric. Um, some say not. You can develop that, and there's stages of training and practice to do that, various initiations, um, trainings, if you will. I've heard both. Some of the teachers that I worked with were very clear that it's something that you have innately and that it's passed on and that it gets developed further. 
but I've also heard some people that it just it's a path that people um, like Catholicism or something or Judaism or you know you know uh, people open up to it. You know, people open up to that practice. Um, I hope that helps you. It's 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 not a no, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, no. Yeah. It's not a yes well, or it no. depends who, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it well it depends. You know, a lot of people like say everybody is psychic. I don't agree. I feel everyone's intuitive because it's a sixth sense. I do believe people can develop a psychic ability, which is psychic coming from the word psyche meaning the soul. But again, see, there's two schools of thought, you know, some people think soy is great for people. And other people say, if you have high estrogen as a woman, soy is not so good for you. But that vegan or vegetarian may say, well, I don't care. I I don't believe what those studies say. So it's not a hard and fast rule. And I study that in England as well as um, Druidism, uh, Celtic, Celtic, uh, when I was principles, um, and they the same. So maybe we'll dive more into it with our guests, but that's from my experience. Um, and I, you know, was quite around a lot of them and people in their, you know, 70s and 80s and 90s that have been living this way. Um, again, belief. What do you think? I believe that certain people are like it's it's like your life path like when you go to the Akashic Records okay this person's going to be a witch or this person's going to be that but then some people happen upon it and become very interested in it and learn it and you know some of the people that learn it you know they decide after a while okay I'm bored of this and move on to something else but the people who are born with it eventually end up doing that but it could mm-hmm. be sooner or later but there's always they're always pushed back onto the same road if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. you know one thing and I can share this I like what you said about different people because I I'm also trained an initiated shaman and um, one of my teachers had also wanted me to stay with them for six months to further study um, uh, herbology you know herbs and I didn't feel that was in my path same with uh, one of my uh, just a short teacher. My, my, I had one for a year. One that was uh, that I'd gotten a reading from that was from a different um, uh, discipline. Actually, I think she was from Santeria, and she told me I was supposed to study with her. And she's like, because I'm Hispanic, Latina. She's like, your roots, your Puerto Rican, your roots. You're meant to go in this direction. You're not, and I knew not because of my path with my higher self and my guides. So I look at all, see, some people follow, like, even when I studied, you know, Hinduism and Buddhism, and I, you know, went to the ashram, and I, you know, did two and a half hours of meditation in the morning and in the evening. I mean, I've had, I've done, a, you know, I've been doing this since I was 14. So I've had all kinds of different parts on the path. My path is to synthesize, because I work with a wide range of people. And also, if you look at my astrology chart, I like to synthesize. I have a lot of Aquarius in my chart. So I'm a synthesizer. I like to blend things. I may have a, a general path, but I have a lot of different studying and modality. You know, therapist, hypnotherapist. Um, so some people don't. So you brought up a really good point, and I think in the Aquarian age, this is going to be much more known and accepted that some people are weavers. 
you know, we weave out a different, you know, I've weaved into different spiritual centers. I helped develop, you know, meditation curriculum at Agape Spiritual Center and, and taught their metaphysical courses. I was there seven years. Some people have been there 20 or 30 years, right? Some people are there only a year. So you brought up a really good point, and I think that has to do with knowing yourself. Are you a weaver? Are you meant to synthesize and bridge, or are you following in one doctrine, one more conventional or traditional path? And that's a question that you can only really, I feel, answer yourself. You have to really know yourself. Because I've had people, especially with my gifts, try to put me in certain positions and I just knew it wasn't for me. No, I'm not, I'm not meant to do this. I'm not, I don't, you know, like you said, I don't have that interest, um, but I may study it for a time being. Really good question. Goes back to what was written above the mystery nope. school in Delphi. Know thyself. <laughs> right? right? Know thyself. That's exactly uh, what I was just going to say. Know thyself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see if our guest is here. Let's get her on. I'm really excited. We've got to, those of you if you didn't get to talk, get a question, um, stick around. We've got a great guest coming up, and also we will be doing this again next week. Uh, thanks, Jennifer. Thanks for calling in. Great question Thank you. too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time for our awakening dialogue, our awakening conversation, and we have Kelly Dawn with us. Uh, who's an intuitive success coach. She's also the host of Awaken Your Inner Witch podcast. You can find out more information by going to kellydon.co. Hello, Kelly. Welcome to the program. Hi. Thanks so much for having me on. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. I love what you're doing. Um, and where's CO? Where, 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 is, um, where are you hailed out of where are you based i'm actually in canada but i went with the dot co because the dot com was taken um and i don't ah, know okay. so dot co is it can be anywhere i believe okay okay oh i didn't know that okay great okay canadian yeah wonderful <laughs> ah, so Kelly, okay so i've so much to talk about with you and also you know we have to call about the witch and you've got the awaken your inner witch podcast I want our listeners, and I'm curious too, how you got on your path, what you would say your first awakening was, and then how did you awaken to this part of your path um, to bring your intuition or use your intuition to help empower people and get them in the direction where they are experiencing more success in their life? Okay, so my first experience that I remember the most, there might have been some before then, but the first major one was when I was around the age of 14. And as a kid, I was obsessed with a connection to God or source energy. I wanted to, I wanted to be a nun at the time. Um, I was raised Christian. But when I grew up, or when I was at that age, I thought, well, when I grew up, I just want to talk to God all day, and I want to be connected to the universe and whatever this is around us. And I had this fascination with this connection and I found a little bit of that through uh, Christianity because that's all I was exposed to and then I got into fortune telling and divination and I had a couple of books Mm -hmm. on it and while I was reading up on that topic I came across this book and the I forget the name of the author I think it might have been Scott Cunningham 
but the first half of the book was on folk magic and the other half of the book was on Wicca. And that was the first time I was ever introduced to anything that was nature-based that included a feminine aspect of the divine. And that was a huge turning point for me because as a kid, I was super into being outside in the woods. I grew up in the country. So I wanted to spend all my time in nature. And when I found this path that was nature-based that also honored both the masculine and the feminine, I fell in love with it. And of course, I loved the I love doing spells. It was it was back in the '90s, so witchcraft was really cool at the time. It was hitting some yeah, of the higher waves. I, that's what I was and, too. Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah, and candle magic and moon magic and moon ritual candles. Yeah, like it was cool, and it wasn't like it was just like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is the neatest thing ever. Plus, it was giving me this um, connection that I had been seeking for so long. So that was the that was around the first awakening, and then. I did the thing where, like, you grow up and you go to college and you get a good job and you kind of go through the the adult system. And I found myself putting my spiritual practice on the back burner a lot. And it was about about five years ago, I dove really heavy into personal development and back into spirituality in a really deep way. And I was learning about the law of attraction and metaphysics and things like that. And I came across a book by Martha Beck. She's a life coach. And in the book, she talked about spoon bending. Like, you know, like the Yuri Geller style mm-hmm. spoon bending where you, mm-hmm. you bend it with your mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, yes, yes. She talked about that in the book. And I'm like, I'm going to give this a try. And the actual method, you do use a little bit of physical force. But I ended up um, learning how to, uh, to do spoon bending. So you do this, like the mental activity that's involved, and there is a tiny bit of force, but I could feel the difference between when I was forcing the spoon to bend versus when I was allowing it to bend. And I remember calling my mom at like 5.30 in the morning, and I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this just happened. And it was like this switch went off in my mind, and it was like everything I had read and studied up to that point, it all made sense, and it created a real connection to my space in the universe Mm. and how I was made up of energy and how I was connected to everything energetically. So that was kind of like the the second really big one. And then I started my coaching business shortly afterwards because I decided that I needed to, to share not only my, my personal experiences and things that I went to through as far as personal growth, but also weave in the spiritual element because I think it's so important for people to connect to that part of themselves as well. Absolutely. Um, what I want to ask you, did you find like-minded individuals? Did you find community? Did you get support in your awakening or was it more individual for you, um, on your path or was it also about, let's say community or other groups, right? I did it alone. And it's interesting that you asked that because I remember seeking out community and I tried to connect with other people in my area. And every time I did, um, I had a huge amount of resistance around it because I was just kind of like shy and nervous around being part of a group. And then the moments when I was about to take part in a group ritual or meet with other people, um, like the car would break down or little things would happen out of the blue where it was just never meant to follow through. And so I did most of my learning just through books because this is back before um, 
a lot of us had access to the internet regularly. So yeah. I, I would go to the library and hop on the computer and I would use um, the website. I think it's still active. It's called Witchbox. And I would like look through Ooh. all the other witchy shops and communities and all the different cities. And I would sort of feel like, okay, there's other people out there. I know I'm not alone, but I still didn't have face-to-face community. Mm-hmm. But you did you you got the information that you need. See, we get our information. How we get we get the nudge. Go here. Go to the library. Go wherever you know, um, wherever we need to, and we're guided to get that information. Um, so that's fantastic. How you listen to that as well. So talk to us a little about the inner witch and people tapping into that. Um, I know when I was looking through some of your stuff, you were even talking about people, you know, healing or perhaps, you know, um, deeper healing, I guess, whether it's, you know, addictions or holding themselves back or perhaps limitations or limiting mindset. What is this inner witch and how can that be harnessed to overcome these types of woundings or limitations i see the inner witch is that part of you that is it's your most intuitive and it's your most powerful self so it's something that we all have within Mm. us that we all have access to but it's the part of ourselves that doesn't believe in our own limitations it's not buying into the stories that we've told ourselves around why we can't do certain things because when i think of a traditional witch or even a magician I think of someone who knows that they can bend and shape their reality to create the life that they want. And so I find so many of us get in places where we feel powerless or we feel trapped by our circumstances. But when you connect with that energy within yourself that is so, so powerful, that can, that can create whatever you want, that's that force, that's that, um, that piece within you that has the ability to push through the limitations, to push through the fear, to push through whatever you feel is blocking you from creating what you want and just helping you come back to the truth of who you really are as a co-creator with the universe. And then mm-hmm. as far as connecting into that power, um, like I have a, a guided meditation I walk people through um, to connect with your inner witch, but all you really have to do is um, maybe take a few minutes to quiet your mind and to center yourself and to set the intention that you want to connect with that part of you and then just wait and listen to see what comes through. And maybe you get an image of what that version of you looks like or maybe you get um, maybe a message from that inner part of yourself that's going to give you the healing that's going to lead you in the right direction. But it's really about tuning in and listening to your intuition and your own inner voice. And for me, that's my inner witch. Mm. It's interesting, too. Every discipline, every principle or program has that idea of that going within. And I hear you saying the same thing. There is this taking the time to go within. And can you share with us a bit of how that looks for you or, or a suggestion on this? Sure. Yeah, for me, what I find really helps is even if it's five minutes in the shower, but getting yourself, I find the water is super helpful when it comes to this kind of stuff, but getting yourself into a place where you can tune out the outside noise because we live in such a noisy world with social media and everything. It can be really hard not to, um, to take on the opinions of others, the voices of others. So 
even if it's five minutes alone in the shower, we can close your eyes and you can just get yourself into a place where you're just quiet and you don't need to, you don't need anything in that moment. Like you're just in a quiet, empty space. And that's when you're able to, to hear what needs to come through and to really go within. It's just when you decide to tune out anything external. And if you do have those thoughts that come through, as we do whenever we meditate or whenever we try to get into a more quiet mind, the thoughts will come, but also allowing them just to pass through and not getting attached to them and then seeing what comes through after that thought and then just keep going deeper and deeper within from what you're hearing from within yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, do you suggest people do this on a regular basis? Do you make this part of your practice or routine? Absolutely. And I know a lot we of do. people, myself included, sometimes um, we struggle with meditation and setting aside time, even five minutes to sit down and do a proper meditation. But even if you can do this while you're washing the dishes or walking your dog or standing in line at the grocery store, mm-hmm. that's all it really takes. And the more you get used to going within and just feeling feeling how you feel and hearing what you need to hear from within yourself, it becomes easier and easier. Mm-hmm. So it really, and I love that. Um, I I love those shorter attunements or tuning in. I think if we do that more frequently, we're more likely to stay in that expanded or, you know, connected state. What's expanded and connected. Um, So I think that's pretty powerful uh, with what you're suggesting here. Now, Kelly, tell us about, okay, because you've got this combo, you're intuitive, but then the success coach. And is it personal success, business success? If you can share with us a little bit of how you work, how you operate, and perhaps what type of person, what would someone come to you perhaps for? Yeah, I work with, I tend to work with a lot of entrepreneurs, but not exclusively. So a lot of the success work I do has to do with their business and attracting clients. But it's really like, since we're holistic beings, it's, relationships and health in every area and essentially like when I started my business I'm like I just want to help people reach their goals that's what I want to do um so it doesn't matter what area but the work I do with the intuitive piece what I help people do through readings is uncover what's really holding them back from reaching those goals um, because they're, they might on the surface level think that it's one thing, whereas when we do a reading and I start asking questions based on the cards that are coming up and the intuitive nudges I'm getting, it just allows me to go deeper with the client and they're able to uncover different things. So the one piece is uncovering those aspects that are holding them back and then also helping them as they move forward on their path and making sure that they're in alignment with what they desire and so that's where, like, the coaching piece comes in. So I think it's so important to, um, sure, guide people and help people and offer intuitive guidance if we have that ability, um, which I believe we're all intuitive, but also making sure that the client knows that they're in control, they're creating the reality, and it's almost like not teaching them anything new but helping them remember who they are and what they're capable mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. I like that. And I find so important to have the support. You have to have – even if you're psychic or intuitive or channeling, it, it, to get your own reads, it's patchy. And there's always little spots that are just like, what? <laughs> you know, our blind <laughs> spots, right? 
Yeah, and sometimes we can be so into our own stuff, it's hard to see what we need to see if we're doing readings for ourselves. So an outside person can really help with that. Yeah, that objective. uh, We really do need each other, you know, that getting that objective um, insight, I think, is really um, helpful. So mainly anybody, but you you tend to attract a lot of entrepreneurs and really helping them go, it sounds like, to their next level manifesting their next level, their next desire. Yes. Yeah. So that tends to be Mm -hmm. the the main people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And talk a little bit, and you said this inner witch. So manifesting the life you desire by connecting with the inner witch. Now how some people don't necessarily know what they want. Now what, have you seen this with maybe people come up and they're like, maybe their old job or their old situation isn't, you know, fulfilling them anymore or they're not sure they feel changes coming up or they wonder if things are coming up is that possible do you see that yeah where they're not really clear on what it is that they desire yes it's how would yeah help with that with people perhaps um guiding because i find sometimes people don't they know there's changes or they feel something's changing but a lot of times they're not sure in what way or do I need to do something? You know, sometimes, you know, do I need to do more? I don't I know what your thought is off on that. If you see... Yeah, I thought a lot of people, yeah. they're not, they, they, they feel it coming, but they're not sure what it is. So I always really encourage people to, I love journaling. I always encourage people to journal if it resonates with them. But, Ask yourself, like, if you had $100 million in the bank, if you didn't have to worry about making money, if you didn't have to, to do anything, but you just got to do whatever you wanted to do, what would you love to do? What would that look like? And I find that can be a really expansive place to start, and it can help them gain clarity. Wow. So instead of worrying about the steps, they just worry about what it is they actually desire. And then from that place, then the how works its way out and everything. But that can really help you gain a lot of clarity when you're stuck in that place where you're just feeling like something needs to, to shift and to change, but you're not sure what it is. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine also with what you're saying with entrepreneurs, because they tend to have a lot of balls in the air, a lot going on, and maybe a lot of different parts to their skill, you know, a lot of different skill sets, a lot, a lot is in their wheelhouse. I think it can be, I know even for me sometimes, it can be overwhelming, like you can go in all these different directions, or maybe you are going in these different directions, but what is it really? And do you find, um, Kelly, that there is this, an inner process or inner way of knowing what is it really, or what is it really right now? out of these choices, let's say like the seven of cups in the tarot, out of these choices, all these amazing <laughs> things, right? The seven of, you know, it, I love that card. <laughs> right? I don't mind that card. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of choice, a lot of things I can do. Um, I guess it's sometimes hard to pick. I mean, is that something that we can learn to do with help and support or, or connecting to ourselves to find out what is it now? I get that question a lot. You know, what should I be doing? I think we had a couple of callers. What should I be doing now? Or I'm doing this. Is that what I should be doing now? I bet you get that a lot. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important to, 
have a vision for what you want your life to look like and not just your business, but your, every aspect of your life and have a vision around what that is. So then when you're presented with different opportunities and different choices, you can ask yourself, is this in alignment with my overall vision? Is this going to move me closer towards what I desire? And if it's a yes, then if maybe you have a few different things that feel really in alignment and feel really good. And then asking yourself, which one, number one, feels really fun and feels the most exciting because that's the energy that's going to help you manifest it is that, that higher vibration, excitement, energy towards what you're working on. And also, which one is going to help me create um, the, the bigger result that I want? Like, the, which one is going to help me move forward towards that vision in a bigger, faster way that also feels really fun at the same time? And I find once you, even if you're focusing only on one thing at a time, Sometimes the other things, they fall into place a lot easier once you get that momentum going and once you get moving in the direction of your desires. Mm, okay, that makes, that's a good point. That could make sense. So it may be only, it's like pulling that thread. It may be the, finding what that is, using your intuition or your inner witch, finding what that is everything else may just work, it's, like you say, fall into place or work itself out. But there's that one, it's like that one juggernaut. There's one thing. But sometimes we can't see that, so we do need to, you know, get the assistance. We need to get the help. We can, we're too close to it, you know. That's saying right under your yes. nose, right? And you don't see it. <laughs> you don't see it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Um, now, I do want to talk about um, how, couple things, how people can reach you, and I think that you probably work internationally, by, you know, everybody these days by phone, how people can reach you. And then I noticed that you do have a free training in how to manifest money like a rich witch. I like that. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to talk a little bit about that as well, if we could dive into that also. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the best place to reach me is at my website, kellydon.co, um, and that's where you can find all my contact information and everything. And also, I'm over on Instagram all the time, and over there, I'm, okay. I am Kelly Dawn on Instagram, and I hang out there, and I share my stories. I love Instagram stories and everything, so I hang out there a lot as well. And yeah, the free training is how to manifest more money. So it doesn't matter what the specific dollar amount is because what the training does is really help you uh, create the internal shifts you need to manifest the money that you desire. So the actual amount is irrelevant because we're all at different stages of life and business and career and everything, but it's really going to help you shift your mindset and shift your energy so you're able to attract more money. Mm, okay, I like that. Now, this is this an ongoing training, um, a program, no. or is it? How does this, or is it, or it's time specific? No, it's totally free and it's pre-recorded now. It, it ran live, um, but now if you sign up for the free training, you get instant access to the recording, and it's just oh, a wonderful. like a video presentation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so people can get that. Okay. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, you also had something I saw, how to gain clarity around your soul desires to manifest what you want and need. And I love that. I always use that in manifestations. I'm like, what you want and need or need and what. Because sometimes, you know, the universe can be very literal, so you may just get only what you need and then where's my want? <laughs> <laughs> 
didn't the want the big well, I got the big car but nobody to put the gas in. So um yeah. <laughs> so I love right. Um, is that something also, do you have a program for that, or is that something where you work individually? Oh, that one specific thing around the um, manifesting your soul desires, I talked about that on uh, my last podcast episode, but that kind of work is something I do with my oh. private clients. Um, yeah, okay. so it's something we're always tuning into, soul desires, and I kind of, like, I call them soul goals versus ego goals because there's a difference, and it's the ones that you're most connected to that you're going to be able to manifest easier because you have so much energy behind it, and the intention is completely different versus going after a goal just because it looks cool. <laughs> right, right. Boy, and a lot of, that's so old paradigm, but a lot of people, yeah, do that. Um, yeah. Very true, very true. Now, tell us, okay, so you can go to kellydawn.co uh, and sign up for that pro- the program. I take it there's a link uh, there on the page. If, if people are interested, uh, they can get the, the download. Right. Oh, is so it, the free training, I'm sorry. Yeah. The, the free training is at kellydawn.co slash manifest money. Okay, perfect, perfect, okay like to know that and then um want to know a little bit about your podcast to share with our listeners because we're got a big podcasting community here so people may be interested oh somebody cool. yeah. in the so, chat saying she has a great youtube channel also ah okay very cool oh, thank you cool. tammy for putting <laughs> that in the chat okay so what's your youtube that people can go to is that this oh youtube is um I think it's just Kelly Dawn or I am Kelly Dawn. I'm not sure okay. what the, I should know this, but I'm not, I'm not on YouTube too much, but the podcast gets uploaded there and I do have oh, um, some videos up there as well. But if you search okay, Kelly Dawn great. on YouTube, I come up. Okay, perfect, perfect. And then um, I take it that some of it with your um, Awaken Your Inner Witch podcast is a bit on some of the techniques that you do um maybe you want to share a little bit about that for our our listeners yeah for sure so the show covers everything from actual spell casting and working magic um so things like candle magic and working with spirits and things like that and there's also a lot of focus on the internal work that's going to help you manifest your desires and combining that with spiritual work as well as aligned action um so there's things on manifesting and mindset and magic and it's it's those three things woven together that the show is really about. So it's a variety of topics, but all within that realm. Okay. And tell us a little bit, you've mentioned this uh, just for our listeners, a little bit about what you mean by mindset and can that help hinder, get in the way? Is it important in manifesting? You know, if you can touch upon that a little bit. Yeah, your mindset is it's major because it's your, your thoughts and your beliefs that are creating your reality. So say if you want to manifest, um, I don't know, a new, a new job or a new experience, a new relationship, whatever it is, but if you have beliefs that are incongruent with what it is that you want to manifest, if you have like an old story running that, say if you want to manifest a new mm-hmm. relationship, but if you have a belief where like if you're in a relationship, then you won't have time to, you know, 
go to your job and hang out with your friends and do the other things that you love to do, that belief that a relationship will take up too much of your time will prevent you from actually attracting the person that you're meant to be with. And so it's so important to align our, our thoughts and what we're thinking about all day long with what it is we actually want to create. So there's that energetic uh, connection between our desires and what's going on with us internally because we're all we're all just creating everything that we're experiencing from within and that begins in your mindset mm-hmm. oh I love that I love that you see that it's important because a lot of people kind of miss that that you know I always say no matter how many sticky notes or posts that you put up but it right if that mindset um, has that's very contrary it comes stronger belief or idea against what you want your desires then it's not going to manifest right (laughs) nope (laughs) yep (laughs) oh kelly this has been amazing um thank you so much for being on the program and sharing i really love what you're doing it sounds so interesting and sounds very fulfilling and rewarding uh, for you as well as uh, the people that you're assisting and supporting so thanks for being on the program oh thank you so much for having me it's been awesome yeah take care you as well all right everyone so that was kelly dawn uh you can find out more information by going to kellydawn.co and uh, she is intuitive success coach host of awaken your inner witch podcast and uh, you can go to her uh, website and go to the, the uh, link, kellydawn.co forward slash manifest money. If you'd like a free training in how to manifest money like a rich witch. Oh, everyone, this is so amazing. Thank you all in the chat also for being a part of the program and co-creating this. Um, if you have email questions, topic suggestions, guest suggestions, uh, anything awakenings you want to share with me, you can email me at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. That's awakeningspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you would like to do the shamanic inner work uh, that we're going to be doing, you can find out more information if it interests you. And there's some uh, interplane work, repatterning in that and connecting with the guides. We'll be doing a Sacred Circles, Medicine Wheel. Um, but anyway, more information, you can go to either Eventbrite, Wakeful Dreaming, or you can go to soulplayground.life or soulplayground.com and go to the workshop, teleworkshop section, events and workshops, and just click on that little square, and that will give you information. You can also email me again at awakeningspodcast at gmail.com if you want to get uh, put on the list for anything else or get the monthly happenings, soul path happenings and energetic forecast. Um, totally here to connect with you guys and share all that I can. Uh, we're all in this together. We might be two steps ahead, two steps back or to the left or to the right or maybe above or below. Wherever you find yourself, it is in many ways a perfect timing. And I do hope you find yourself here uh, more and more uh, laughing, sharing, caring, and, of course, doing that deep inner work, right? So until next time, continue to shine your light, share your insight, and, of course, keep awake. Awakenings broadcast every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. 
And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.